way too soft to call. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Where is the security? And this right now, extremely dangerous. Absolutely. Only, it's only him. Why do you have to be mad? Hello, sports fans. Guess what? We're back again. The Sin Bin Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Hill. With me is my co-host, Eric Roberts. What's going on, Eric? How you doing? It's been a couple months. I like the, uh, you just you kind of faded off. It's been a couple months, but we're all, we're back. Um, we are back. Episode 17, June 30th. Ah, it feels good to be back in, back in the studio. I call it the studio. It's yeah. a garage, but it's studio. The, the studio, it's, it's um, acquired, it's acquired some... <laughs> memorabilia since we've started you know a couple coming flags. Up on the year the yeah. couple flags a couple bikes a couple bikes a uh, golfing net golfing net um uh, american flag yeah you've definitely stepped up the patriotism since we've embarked on this you know you're talking to you though right yeah, yeah joe was... joe hill the one the guy with american across his chest that's right that's right eric let's get started what are we gonna talk about um we're gonna talk a, a little money you know, okay. So I'm gonna rattle off. I'm gonna rattle off some the names. Money, money, okay? money. Money in football. You know, money, money, money. The, the big money maker in America. Money, money, money. So I'm gonna rattle off some names to you, okay, Joe? Aaron Rodgers, your boy. It's my boy. Um, Cam Newton, pretty much the f- new face of the NFL. He is. Um, Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, Joe Flacco, Andrew Luck. Out of those names, who who is who's making the most money? Who's if I was someone who didn't pay attention to sports, didn't I would say Tom Brady, but that's not the right answer. No, it is not. After well, when when did he sign? Yesterday, right? Yes, yesterday. Andrew Luck, the richest man in football today. In football, with a new, a shiny new one hundred and forty million dollar over six years, over right? Six years. And what is like eighty seven million like guaranteed something, something like that, right? That, but he's gonna be making a whole lot of dough. He is and for nothing. In mm. in those names, those first names are rattled off to you. Those were former MVP winners and um Super Bowl winners. Former Super Bowl winners. Super Bowl Super MVPs. Bowl, yeah, you know, out of everything. And can or Andrew Luck is Coming off of a, um, you know, just um, injury a, 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 injury ridden season, a two and five season. Half the season he was injured. Half the season he yeah he was out with a lacerated kidney or something like that. Oh jeez. He threw um, he threw fifteen TDs with twelve interceptions in those games. Yeah, that's, so. that's a good ratio. And you know what? I, you know I I feel I feel personally connected to this story because. Andrew Luck was on my fantasy football team last year, <laughs> and I think I'm pretty sure I took him with like my second or third pick. Ooh. And Eesh. I'm sure he lost me game more games than he. I'm thinking he he cost me more points than he earned me oh, in easily. the entire season that easily. he was there, especially so, with all the picks that he threw. Yep, and with yeah, and with that, you know, why not better time than to give him the biggest salary in the NFL? I mean, you look at all the guys that you you named off there: Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, Tom Brady, Joe Flacco. All the guys you rattled off there who are all making great money. Mm. All those guys have won Super Bowls for their teams. All those guys have led their team to the promised land. Andrew Luck really hasn't done anything. I mean, he, he got he got the Colts to the playoffs a couple years. Yeah, three years in a row. Three years in a row. He's really, I believe, making this money just because, uh, in my honest opinion, his name. And he was the number one overall draft pick. And I think they're looking at him to carry a wounded horse and i don't see it happening i feel like they they overpaid and they could have used a lot of that money to build their team instead of spending it all on one person i think they're definitely going with the hey he's turning into he's coming to his prime he's i mean he's turning 27 soon in like this year um but i definitely think they're like going with the hope factor and they're hoping that they're that last year was just a um a minor setback, you know, and it was just a, an outlier on what he does do in his overall career. But that's a whole lot of money to give a guy coming off of that season, coming off of an injury-riddled season. Like, was he going to be a free agent after this season coming up? 
Uh, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. You don't know. But even if he was, like, okay, wait, wait to shell out the money next season. Like he, obvi- he was obviously wasn't becoming a free agent this year. He wasn't a free agent at the moment. Right. So like, wait until next season. Wait until you see that or even, he rebounds. Even like, even like halfway through the season, you can still sign yeah. guys halfway through oh, yeah. the season. But like, you know? yeah, exactly. Like wait until he shows that you know last season was just a hiccup. Last season. He can he can re that's a, that's a big thing to rebound from is not only is it a big a, thing to rebound from but he's he's lost a lot of guys at the end of uh, at the end of the season Matt Hasselback had won more games for the Colts than Andrew Luck dude <laughs> exactly Matt Hasselback the exactly I mean Matt Hasselback how old is he like forty two he's forty four uh, yeah, and now? he's been bald for yeah. like his entire life <laughs> he came into the league bald yeah. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Luck should could shave some of his neck beard and give it to Hasselback <laughs> and just sprinkle it on a nice little toupee. I have a little bit of the neck beard going right now that, too. Oh yeah, I get nasty neck beard. So do man. I, big time. I gotta trim that. Right up. now in this in this heat, you gotta maintain it, or else you're like Ugh. adding five degrees to your face. Oh my guy is terrible. He starts sweating. And, and he's yeah, he goes full caveman with the neck beard. He does. He's like straight up Amish style. Gross. I don't like it. Then he, and he has commercials about it. You want a little luck, and he like picks it out and sprinkles uh, it on people. Like, no, I would not do I that. I bet you it smells like your earplugs. Oh, those, dude. <laughs> no, no, man. He he ought if it does, he ought to shave it. I also think that one of the reasons why they signed him now to such a big contract is because the quarterback market isn't really as deep as it used to be. There's really only a handful of good quarterbacks out there right now. If they wait to if they wait to sign Andrew Luck and they let him test free agency and the Colts are still not in good shape, there's a good chance that he might leave. So on one side of the, of the picture, I could see why they did this. But on the other side, it's like they spent a lot of money where they could have used to to spread the wealth, get bring in some more weapons for Andrew Luck Something to work for with. for him to throw to, I mean. And then, honestly, I think it might have been a knee-jerk reaction to the um, to the Colts seeing the rest of the division kind of pony up. And, you know, I don't see – the Colts used to kind of be the uh, kind of like the, the shoe-in the, the shoe to win the division. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, the, the Texans went and got Osweiler, and they were already pretty decent. Um, yeah. They had the defense, J.J. Watt and all the boys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got Bortles in Jacksonville, and you got um, who is it? Murray going to Demarco uh, Murray to and, Tennessee and, with Mariota. And, 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 Mariota. So it's not that's gonna, that's gonna be a good duo. It's, yeah, right it's there. not the it's not a doormat of a division anymore. So I think the Colts might have kind of been panicking a little bit. Like, okay, we need to lock down something. You know, show we're doing it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I I definitely agree with that. But at the same time, what's what's Andrew gonna Andrew Luck gonna do with minimum weapons? I mean, with with this. With this throw, uh, with this pass center league that we're in now, and Andrew Luck having what Moncrief only really? Yeah, what uh, a name Moncrief. Moncrief. I mean, that's how much is he gonna actually do? I mean, I yeah. can see him kind of not coming out of this unless he gets more weapons out there. But luckily, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I think the the Colts are gonna be handicapped by it now. That's a, that's a contract that gonna handicap you if he doesn't play that's out. exactly what i'm saying it's gonna it's, it's gonna it's, handcuff you and you're gonna be stuck with this 140 million dollar contract tied up to a player that you know maybe what if he doesn't rebound from a season that had people questioning his it, it overall rem- ability yeah i mean it reminds me a little bit of like the albert pujols contract i mean it hinders a team that's that massive of a contract for that length of time it hinders a team i mean you could in my opinion you could only really do that Sign a player to that type of deal when you have a solid team already that's kind of that's locked up for a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. When you have a team that's not built yet and not up to the potential that could actually win a championship, I don't think you can be doing that because it, again, it's going to hinder your it's going to hinder your process yeah. going forward. And my big thing is like you got to I want to know what exactly went down in the negotiations where Andrew Luck like came in, sat down, kicked his feet up and like, "Look, this is the money I want." And it's like for what? You you you, you okay, you you you've progressed further in the last three playoffs. You know, you started in the wild card and then you're ultimately three years later you're in the cha- AFC Championship, but it's like but you didn't win the AFC Championship. Yeah. You haven't given us a Super Bowl. You had a crap season last season. You you were hurt. Like, how? I want to know. He has to have some dirt on somebody in the organization well, to I mean, like it's for like, them to go be okay with that. Kind it, of yeah, it's kind of like that thing. Like, what have you done for me lately? You yeah, know? It's, like, he really hasn't. Yeah, he's gotten them to the AFC Championship two years ago. 
And yeah, he's gotten them before this past season, got them to the playoffs three years in a row. But what else? Top top notch quarterbacks that get paid the big bucks, get their team to the championship, get their team to win Super Bowls, win MVPs, and he hasn't done any of yeah, that. Yeah, like yet. that's and that's the big thing is like when you know being able to to cash in on on like a good season. You know, your team just won a, uh, a championship and you just so happen to be going into a new contract. Like that's a perfect time to go on a new contract, which was exactly what happened with um with uh Joe Flacco because you know he his team won the won the Super Bowl. Won the Super Bowl. He got he signed. A new, yeah, he needed a new contract, and if I'm not mistaken, he signed a it's uh, a twenty million dollar yeah, like a year. twenty three million dollar contract. It's yeah. a perfect timing, you know. I think I think it was like five year, hundred million. Yeah, I think it was like twenty million yeah. dollars a year. And is Joe Flacco worth a, like twenty three million? I don't think so. No, but at the time, but he won. Yeah, he at the just time. Won his team a new contract same thing with dustin brown dustin brown signed a new contract the kings had just won um stanley a cup. stanley cup he had just led them to a western conference final that they lost to chicago and ultimately won the cup mm-hmm. and he's like okay sign a new contract this contract wasn't up till the end of the next season yeah but he signed it at his peak value yeah luck is signing it at his like minimal value and he still got this outrageous contract yeah it's, it's, i mean it's crazy that's it's, what it is it's either one of two things it's either Andrew Luck's agent is a great negotiator or two the Indianapolis Colts have the utmost confidence in this kid to yeah. bounce back yeah I mean and and honestly it's like I, I mean they, I, I, they I see, should in some ways he, but. he probably will I mean I mean you think about it he's yeah. most likely will no, yeah he's not a he's not a jackass he's not he's he's a decent quarter he's been a decent quarterback but it's like dude you just Locked up 140 million off of a kid's worst uh, yeah, season of his career, being injured half a year. So it's, it's like, I mean, kudos to his agent for getting him that money. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna question Indianapolis's. I'm gonna on question this. Andrew Luck coming into next season off of injury, off of his worst season of his career, and now being having 140 million dollars tied to him. That's a mental strain, dude. Absolutely. Each throw, absolutely. Like, and then, I, I don't know, man. That's crazy, crazy talk. Yeah, I mean. Big money runs in sports. I mean, and one of the biggest sports that the money runs in is baseball. And Midsummer Classic is coming up. Yeah, down in San, Die- San Diego. San discovered Diego. By, discovered by the Germans in 1908. <laughs> German means a whale's vagina. <laughs> Can you say vagina on the air? <laughs> you know, I was looking at, you know, so I was like, okay, it's just down the street in San, uh, San Diego, whatever. If Maybe get time off, head down. You know how much tickets for... The Home Run Derby. Okay, so it's at Petco Park. I don't know if you've ever seen Petco Park, but it has a like a little field behind the stadium. Yeah, like behind and, the outboard. and you could go and look. You could go up to watch it for free. Yeah, for free, and like it's not in the stadium, but you could still make out it's, like it, the game. It, it has like kind of like a gate up along yeah, like the yeah. walking path, yeah. like along the city. And or like so that. they're selling tickets to the Home Run Derby. Like they're selling tickets to get in there. They're the right. cheapest tickets to get in. Guess how much tickets to not be in the arena. In the stadium. Oh, so they're selling they're tickets selling for that tickets little for area, that little in the park section. I'm now. gonna say 150 bucks. Yeah, 150 bucks. Really? To I n- nailed that. Yeah. To, Woo! to not be in the stadium. Yeah, that's that's it's lucrative, man. It's to lucrative. See, to be- but every. Can can you blame him? No, after, I can't. after last year's home run derby, which was I amazing. Can't. I can't. But it's just I would be so mad. Like I'm gonna pay 150 dollars. To sit outside of the stadium and like look and squeak through is who's who's pitching is who's who's out who's out to bat I can't make out I probably, you probably can't even make out the colors of the teams at that point like you don't even know who's up to bat like yeah right no matter what you're gonna pay it's gonna be a good show though it's yeah. going to be a good show yeah but I if mean, I'm paying that much money I hope to be at least be in the stadium somewhere. Well, it's, it's, it's the it's the All Star game dude it's the Home Run Derby it's, it's one time a year I mean you can't you can't think you're gonna spend 25 bucks and get in see, it's I, not gonna happen see, petco park man i'm thinking i'm spending like 10 bucks for a good time <laughs> like that's it it's an all-star game i mean yeah. for their for their regular season game you probably spend like oh yeah four bucks and get in but definitely not yeah but i heard petco is like the best food out of any city. and i've also heard petco park allows in and outs in and out like you can go in and out of the stadium oh really that's what my my friend was telling me yeah oh, i don't know I if it's not i don't that. know if it's like if it's dirt, like up to a certain point, but he's definitely told me that you've got, can go in and out of the stadium and like hmm. I guess it's riding the gas lamp. I've never been. It is. I um I went to Coronado uh, around like December and I was driving over Coronado Bridge and mm-hmm. you can see the uh, the stadium from Coronado Bridge. It's actually in a really cool area. It's really cool. See, that's the thing about being a Dodger fan, man. I just wish it was in a better spot. Like the whole Chavez Ravine up on the hilltop is cool and all, but 
I just look at parks. I look at like PNC Park. Oh. That looks that that view is so nice. That's that's the best park in baseball. The, the Orioles, how it has the uh, the, the warehouse. Apartment wall, oh yeah, the warehouse wall. Yep. Like that's awesome. There's just so many other cool things, and it's like yeah, you know, if you sit in the right spot, you can see downtown LA and, and crap. But even if you're sitting in the nosebleeds, yeah, like and you have to, yeah, it's but it's just. I mean, I, there's, I there's wish a, it was a nice spot. It's. I think it's more of like they're keeping it there because of the history. Yeah, there's that's, history, yeah. Oh yeah, you know that's the mean? history. Yeah. I wish. I mean, I know there's a lot of talk with Artie Moreno moving Angel Stadium and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. My ideal situation would be they move it to downtown Long Beach, rip down the arena, and put Angel Stadium right there on the water. That'd be nice. That'd be awesome. I, I'd be pretty upset though. There's a lot of Long Beach ice dog memories in that in that arena, man. <laughs> there, there are there, there are a lot Chuck-a-puck. of Chuckapuck. Oh, Chuckapuck in the corner, <laughs> uh, being cool with Spike and seeing him take his head off. Uh, <laughs> sneaking us in the back yeah. door for playoff games, <laughs> dude. That was, Long Beach Arena was the spot growing yeah, up. Yeah, it was. That was a lot of fun. If you guys don't know, my family had season tickets to the ice dog games, and Eric was. Came with us the, quite I was often. the adopted child going to the ice hockey <laughs> games. Chuck a puck was the highlight of my life, dude. I, I used love to throw it off the scoreboard. Yeah, you, you broke a, a pain. You broke a pain. You blew you blew out one of the scores. Oh man! But back to baseball. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Memory sorry, Lane. Sorry. Back to baseball. Midsummer class is coming up. It's going to be a heck of a show. If you could pick the home run derby, if you could pick you pick the AL home or you pick the NL since you're a Dodgers fan, mm-hmm. and I'll pick the NL home run derby. Who do you have for NL? <sighs> for NL, um, I don't even, I don't know, dude. It's, I think, I hope no Dodger goes into it this year because Jock <laughs> Peterson like screwed his entire season after it. NL, I don't know, dude. Did, did, they, they don't even have who's out in it. Who's gonna participate in it? No, I know. Right? That's what I'm saying. Who would you have? Who would I have? I mean, I would like, I, dude. I'm a Bryce Harper guy. I would love Bryce Harper to participate, but I doubt he's gonna participate. Uh-huh. I would go Ben Zobrist. Ben Zobrist. Mm-hmm. Why would you want Ben Zobrist? I don't know. I just kind of tossed the name, and I just looked at his name on the uh, on, on the computer. starters. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Well, if I, if I was if I got to pick the AL team, I'd probably pick probably like Mark Trumbo. Dude is on fire He's right now. Leading the league in home runs. Twenty. Yeah. He has like twenty three or something like that. Okay. Uh, I'd probably pick someone like. It's always fun to see Big Poppy. In the home run derby, I love cool. it. He kind of like his send off because I know yeah. he's retiring after this year. He's been killing it too. He's been it's hitting ridiculous. great. He leads the league in RBIs. He's, yeah, um, that'd be awesome to see Big Poppy, Big Poppy, Mark Trumbo, um, maybe like someone, like a Manny Machado, maybe, um, and also someone, someone. It'd be cool to see Trout. I I don't know if I want. I don't know if I would want him to be in it just because mm-hmm. I don't want him to screw up his screen, swing like Jock Peterson did. I mean, what what do you got to lose this season for the Angels? Yeah, really. You know I mean, really. let him go. Let let the Angels get some kind of uh, Publicity. Trophy. Yeah, you know. Well, he's going to win the All-Star Game MVP again. You know, it, uh, at this point, let the Angels have what they can have, man. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the Cubs are dominating the the All-Star Game yeah, votes right now. I'm looking at I'm looking at the, uh, the starters right now, and the Cubs have – Anthony Rizzo at first, Ben Zobris at second. That's why I said Ben Zobris. I just looked down and saw him down there. Uh, Chris Bryant at third, Addison Russell, 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 right? Russell. I, I get so weird about names. Sometimes. He's a hockey guy. Yeah, I think he's French. No, um, he's not hockey. You're a hockey guy. I am a hockey guy. That's I know. That's what I'm saying. saying. You know uh, how to pronounce yeah. his name. Um, yeah, he's at shortstop. Dexter Fowler in the outfield. So he's injured, is, but he's still winning the damn vote. So that's. One, two, three, four, five of the starting eight positions. Well, that's how it was like the Royals last year. Remember the Royals yeah. had a bunch of starters last and up, year. Up top, there's uh, you know, you got two Royals and four Red Sox leading. You got Br- Jackie Bradley Jr., Mookie Betts, and Big Poppy at the DH. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Salvador Perez and Eric Hosmer of the Royals. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout in outfield. Of course. And Altuve at second. second. Yeah. Who do they have at third for the AL? They have Manny Machado. Oh, so another so Oriole. Yeah, that's a good that's a good lineup. I mean, it should be fun to watch. I mean, the Midsummer Classic is always. I mean, I don't really like it that it like really determines who gets World Series home field advantage. Yeah, that's um, that's always. I've always been like advocating for something of the NHL All Star to follow suit, but that was before last year when they adopted the three on three tournament, which is that was awesome. sick. That was so, awesome. But yeah, it's I think the whole MLB All Star deciding that like a championship series home team home field advantage is kind of kind of crappy. Yeah, I mean I think it puts too much importance on the game when it should be a game of just 
having fun. Yeah, that's the thing. Celebrating their first half the of the season. That's the thing with all these All Star games. It's for the fans. It's for the fans. But this is like putting a little too much on it. And I agree. It's where it's like these managers have to take too much. I mean, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to, literally. It's supposed to be a break for the for the players for yeah, the yeah. season. Yeah, and for the managers. And I think the managers are put under too much pressure to win the game for their league, not just for their team, but for their league. Yeah. And I don't know. I I, I would like to see it go back to where it was, where it just was for fun, you know? And for, yeah, and go out there, you know, put a position player at pitcher and see what he can yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, throw throw Big Poppy on, like, at it, behind, the, behind the plate. See what <laughs> see if he could throw somebody out stealing, something like that, you know? <laughs> Which, speaking of that, that was um, actually a, an interesting little note about throwing people in. Those. You see uh, Bumgarner was at the DH spot today. He had, a, he had a double in his first yeah. at-bat. That's crazy. He's always been able to. He has 13 uh, career home runs, man. If, if you two look of them at, come off Kershaw. If you look at his career at-bats, for the amount of bats that he has, it, so from the start of his career, mm-hmm. for the amount of bats that he has compared to Bryce Harper and Mike Trout, for the amount of bats they had to start their career, mm-hmm. Bumgarner had more home runs. Because he's just a burly man bear. <laughs> I was watching video of him taking BP at, at Atlanta, I want to say. Uh-huh. Hitting it into the upper deck. Or, I'm sorry, it was at St. Louis. St. Louis, hitting it into the upper Jeez. deck, just hitting bombs. He's a beast, man. He's, he, hits, he hits better than a lot of player position players. Yeah. They should put him at DH. If he if he starts struggling as pitcher, he could get traded to an AL team. He could be a DH. Yeah, just throw him out there. You Heck know, yeah. Heck yeah. That'd be... It's, Changing the changing the rule book because of Madison Bumgarner, the, <laughs> the bear. So speaking of uh, Bumgarner going off Kershaw, Kershaw was uh, officially added uh, place on the DL today. Herniated disc. Herniated disc. Not even the 15th AL. His return is not even like it's not How even. Say? They're not sure yet. Really? So it's he's gonna go into the All Star break like just still on the DL, and they're gonna pretty much see when he can come out after that. Yeah, Dodgers might have to throw in the towel too. Dude, yeah. I guess he got epidural today for his pain mm-hmm. and. There's, there isn't anyone in baseball. Well, I'm not going to say anyone. Kershaw is one of the guys in baseball to where he mean, he is so valuable to his team. Yeah. You look at his record when he – you look at the Dodgers' record when Kershaw's pitching. They're 14-2. and 14-2 mm-hmm. and two when Kershaw pitches. Opposed to their record when he's not pitching and it's sub-500. Yeah. What was it? Like 29 and 35, I think I said Yes, yeah. something like that. Yeah, 29 and 35 compared to 14 and 2 when he's on the on the mound. That that shows you how valuable Kershaw If Kershaw wasn't on the Dodgers, Dodgers would be under 500 right now. Oh, yeah. They'd without, be under 500. They'd probably – they could possibly be out of the playoff race. Mm-hmm. And their season could be over. Yeah, and with with how well the the Giants are playing, they just keep winning games. It's like they have they've Kershaw has been the key to them keeping pace. You know, every other every couple of days, him being on the mound, you know, getting him winning, throwing complete games. Like he's uh-huh. he's not only winning games, but he's com- throwing complete game, complete game shutouts. Like he's not allowing the Dodgers bullpen, which is god awful, gives them a rest. Like he's just he's like, no, I'm gonna win this game for you guys single handedly. Yeah, he's. He is literally one of the only reasons there's fans in the stands. Oh yeah, it's, and it's like it's like the same thing for Mike Trout. Mike Trout is one of the only reasons why there's still fans in the stands at Angel Stadium, mm-hmm. and everyone's telling. There's a lot of people out there saying trade Trout, get a bunch of prospects back. No, Mm-mm. he's not going anywhere. He's young. He is a lot of years left before he even hits his prime, mm-hmm. and he's the only reason why the Angels still have a, a team. People aren't going to see. What's it, Johnny Juvatella go, you know, and they're out there going out there to see Cole Calhoun. They're out there to see Mike Trout rob a home run or hit a ball really, really far. Absolutely. Not to mention, Mike Trout signed for six years. He signed through 2020, right? So if I was the if I was the owner, if I was Artie Moreno, I called Mike Trout into my office and say, Look it, I'm not trading you. I want to give you an extension. I want to extend your contract through 2025 because yeah, we are in a rebuilding stage, and it may take a little while, but I want you to know that we appreciate your value. Yeah. We appreciate you being here. Appreciate we you want being you here. here. We suck. We, we're gonna, it's going to take some time for us to get better, but we want you to be here throughout that whole time. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to time when we're good, we want you to lead us to the World Series. That's what I would be doing right now. I have no faith right now in the Speaking Angels. Speaking of uh, on a tear, the uh, the Indians won tonight, so they're 13, 13 in a row. Man. First time in like four. I think forty plus years that the Indians have done anything well, dude. Are they gonna Are they gonna break the 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 record, the A's record? I don't know, dude. Um, 
the Cleveland sports, you know, they can't they can't lose now apparently. You yeah, know? right. I mean, as soon as LeBron started his little streak coming back, I mean, yeah. Since I think the I think since well, I I don't think they've lost the Indians have lost a home game or a game in uh, home game in June. Really? Yeah. I th- they did some stat like since June. Like I don't think the Indians are since. Le- the LeBron won the championship. Well, well I guess the Cavaliers, not uh-huh. just LeBron. It was the, LeBron. The well, Indians haven't good. lost a home game in Cleveland. Ah, uh-huh. a little, I mean, little yeah. bit of Cleveland mojo. Yeah, going dude, on. They, they break the curse, and all of a sudden they're good at everything. Yeah. And also, the Lake, look at Cleveland Browns. The Lake Erie Monsters, based that, in Cleveland, uh, the hockey team. Yeah, the HL team won a championship, so it's a good time to be a Cleveland sports fan. Yeah, I guess so. I yeah, mean, I never thought I'd say that, you know. And I was, I was hoping that Cleveland would never win a championship. Me neither. I what's what's so okay. So now that now that Cleveland has broken the curse, San Diego is the worst team. San, I was about to say San, San Diego is San the, Diego worst city. the worst city. Now? Yes, they are with with the Padres and the and the and the Chargers. Chargers. They're the worst the worst city hmm. that has not won a championship. They're bad. Yeah. And I don't see them getting good anytime soon. No, the Padres are garbage. The Chargers, Chargers might not even have a team in a year. Yeah. So they might come up to LA. You never know. I I mean, by that time I'll be all gung ho Rams. So Me too. <laughs> I'll be, uh, dude, that'd be great. I'll be able to watch Phillip Rivers lose in person. <laughs> that's like your dream come dude, true. Dude, that's like the best thing ever. All right, Eric. Enough about baseball. Enough about my Angels. Enough about your Dodgers. Both teams suck and I know we're frustrated. Let's talk about something that ha- Let's talk about a tournament that just went down. That but we also sucked. We didn't suck. I I mean we lost in a. Pre- we did a lot better than than a lot of people thought we were going to do. I guess we're talking about Copa America, people. Yeah. Copa America tournament just ended. The USA got fourth out of the sixteen teams. Yeah, fourth. Or they went farther than Brazil. Yeah. They went farther than Uruguay. They went farther than Mexico. They went. Mexico got shelled. Yeah, they, seven, they zero. Got seven zero. It was fun to watch. That was funny. It was very fun to watch. But I think USA did very well. And I think if we had all our starters in the game against Argentina, I think it would have been a I mean, I'm not saying that we would have won, but it would have been a little bit more competitive. We might have had a couple more opportunities than we actually did. I don't mm. even think we had an opportunity to score. I think we had score. one shot on net. One shot on net, something like that. When you when you lose 4-0, to one shot on net, it's going to be hard to score yeah. five goals to yeah. win. <laughs> Let alone score five goals of soccer <laughs> to begin with. But I think we did okay. I'm not going to say I'm a huge soccer fan because I'm not, obviously. Um, but I pay attention when it's like when it's international, basically. And I feel like outside of, you know, the Clinton Dempsey and uh, Jermaine Jones, like I looked at this team and I was like, I have no idea who this is. And I don't I feel like there's got to be better something better out there than what was on the field. Yes and no. We have a lot of good young players coming up that aren't ready. We have like a nineteen-year-old thir- uh, play for a little Pulisic. Bit. He was yeah. on the roster. He played a little bit, uh, and then we have guys like Matt Mazingas, Matt Mazinga, Matt Mazingas. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's coming up. Um, Morris is coming up. Uh, we have a lot of young players that aren't necessarily ready for the big stage yet, mm-hmm. but we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay. On top, on top of that, you know, I I heard Clinton Dempsey talk for the first time this during this tournament. No idea he was that Southern. Southern. Yeah, his his accent is pretty pretty heavy, uh, pretty heavy South man. Talking about like y'alls and heard him. Her, her, her. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, did not did not picture that coming out. And he's like, he was some from like little middle of nowhere town in Texas. Yeah, he is. I was like, wow. Hillbilly, of, yeah, a little, little hillbilly-ish, man. And, <laughs> and then I, and then now when I watched him play, because I saw, I think after they beat Ecuador, yeah. And then the next game I watched him play, and I'm, I just pictured him I'm like, you don't look like you talk, man. It's weird to me. Was, I was, I, weird things like that freak me out. But yeah, ultimately, Clint Dempsey. Every time I looked up in games we won, Clint Dempsey was doing something, and I felt like when we lost Argentina, I didn't see him once on the field. Yeah, he had a really quiet game. I like, didn't even see the, him. He, they couldn't get the ball to him. Didn't see him in like the super slow mos that they do of yeah. everything in soccer games. Like yeah. didn't see him once. Yeah, so. he was he was very quiet in that game. It's Argentina though. Yeah, they control the ball. They they know what the heck they're Lionel doing. Lionel Messi sniped when he off oh. that free kick, dude. It was so bad because when when he's he's lining up for the free kick and you know he's taking his time tying his shoes and I'm like I was at work watching with my buddy and uh, I was like dude this is like a sniper setting up his tripod yeah taking the wind and I'm like he's gonna he's gonna do something filthy right now it was and, a perfect shot and just barely kissed the bar and put it up yep. like legitimately the only spot where nobody could reach it and I was yeah. like he just sniped us like from 
he was like a professional like 25 it was, yards oh out gosh, it, it was, was sick it was a it was a great shot no not a goalie in the world could have saved no that. way no way not a goalie in the world but then they go to the championship yeah, then they go to the championship and and he chokes again yeah chile that's three str- chile i guess that's three straight international championship games he's been in that he's lost yeah and and what does he do when he you know in the heat of the moment goes into the locker room what does he do he um, announces he's retiring. He bails on his country. International soccer. I hear rumors too. Him, not only just him, but a lot of their starters are. Getting yeah, man, around. that's. I I don't I don't understand how you could do that. What? Like just bail on your country like that? I hear. Well, what from the rumors that I heard, I hear that the Argentina Soccer Federation mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily treat their players all that great. Doesn't necessarily puts them up in these crap hotels while they're at these tournaments. Um, really doesn't take care of them, but still, you're still playing for your yeah, your, like your country. You, the name, the name on the back is more important, or the name on the back isn't as important as like the crest on the front kind of thing, right? But well, I guess in soccer, the, the, it's the, it's the crest like on the little sh- patch. Yeah, I mean, because usually across the chest is the like sponsor. some airline country or company or something, <laughs> yeah, or like Arab United, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> so, but I mean, I don't know. I think that's a punk move to like, and I maybe whatever. Maybe like if you're gonna do it, announce it later. Like maybe announce it in about now, like maybe a week or so. Yeah, it, it's it's the way he did it. Yeah. It made it you look just like just choked away your your shot, and not only you you missed. Yeah, like you the, missed. the way the way he announced his retirement from international soccer really made him look like a crybaby. Yeah, he looks like a made a punk. him look like. Maybe I'm like, I, oh, all right, we lost again. Like, I'm so done with this. I'm over it. I quit. Yeah. I'm, he made it look really bad for himself. Yeah, that's funny. It was funny after when they had lost. Is They had a shot of him, like, going over and sitting in that, like, protective glass in their, like, race car driver's seats <laughs> that they have for, the, the, the like, the benches and yeah. the coaches. Yeah. And just sitting there. And it looks like he's, like, in my mind, that picture, I look, it looked like he was getting on, like, a roller coaster. And just really nervous, like tears in his eyes, like just kind of staring off. I was like, I've never understood in soccer why they have those like super duper like leather like race car chairs. Yeah, they look like they're about to go drop into like an indie indie race car, and, like with the, throw the helmet on real quick and just take off. That's totally true. I don't ever totally understand, dude. True. It's like ultimate luxury for. They're comfortable. I guess when you're like the the biggest grossing sport in the world, like you can shell out absolutely. stupid amounts of money for the bench. Absolutely, why not? Yeah, I get. I mean, why not? So, we've we've come to the determination that Lionel Messi chokes in the championships. Yeah. I want to think. I want to ask you, who do you think are like the top three choke artists? Oh. in sports, in all of sports. Yeah, dang, this is tough. Okay, I'm gonna throw one out there. And you're not gonna like that. Throw it out there, Clayton Kershaw. Uh, I, I, I can agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to like rationalize it in my head, but I'm like, yeah, huh? Um, yeah. No, I mean, it's true. Like, you, you, you can only back up such such great regular season numbers mm-hmm. and with such poor postseason numbers. Right. And before this last season, I would have put Peyton Manning up there as well. Yeah, but he ended up pulling it off somehow. His team pulled it off for him. His 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 defense. He did as little as possible to not lose that game. Yeah, basically. right. And the Panthers didn't show up. Right. Hmm. You told me one earlier today too. You don't know if you remember. He's he only really choked this season. He didn't choke. He hasn't choked his whole career. Who were we talking about? Joe Pavelski. Uh, Joe. Yeah, Joe Pavelski. He did choke pretty hard. Um. What do you like, tw- like twenty three points leading up to the Stanley Cup finals? I, think he only, he, I don't think he registered a point. Nope. Maybe in the last, maybe in the last game, in the last game of the series. Well, he was pretty much a no show. Yeah, he for was the a no show. He had the... zero points through like the first five or something games. Yeah, I would have put I would have put Joe Thornton and Patrick Marlowe up there. Oh yeah, the San, the San Jose Sharks, the Ducks, the Ducks. Yeah, the games they were the ultimate choke artists because. How many times they've won the Pacific Division? Yeah, and gone in and either lost in the first they've round, lost or second round, at home in Game Seven the last three years in a row. That's awesome. And now they've fired a coach and they've circled back to the coach that originally started with uh, Randy Carlyle. Oh, really? Yeah, they just hired him like last week. I did not see so, that. Um, I, I want to say, I mean, no, I just I like pegging Philip Rivers for just stupid stuff. So, but, but he hasn't yeah, choked. Yeah, he hasn't anything. choked he, anything. I mean, he sucks in the regular season. Yeah. Um, I must. My top three. My top three choke artists. Got to put Kershaw up there. Mm-hmm. Got to put the Ducks. Mm-hmm. And I got to put. I probably got to put the Sharks. Um. 
the Washington Capitals are pretty choky at times. Oh, they are. And it Big also time. it also it stems from uh, Bruce Boudreaux, dude. He did he was the same. He was the coach back when they were like the President's Trophies winners. Yep. You know, back when Ovechkin and uh, Crosby was the peak versus thing. Yeah. He took them, couldn't get them past in the um uh, uh, a conference titles. Now Boudreaux was in Anaheim, couldn't get him past the, the game seven. Thing. I'm not. I can't think of any other good show. Yeah, you, you can't think of anything today. I'm I'm horrible with things off the top of my head, man. man but you, on the drive you, home, on the drive home, I'm like, dang, that there's that guy. <laughs> dang, there's that guy. Um, the Clippers are pretty choky. Yeah, the Clippers are are choky. I mean, this season, it, their team just all f- broken half during the playoffs, and the Thunder are pretty choky. The Thunder are pretty choky. Yeah. That that they choked away. Um, dude, they 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 were like seven minutes away from eliminating the Golden State Warriors yep. and turned the ball over like six times in four minutes yep. and lost and in game seven. Yep. The goal, you could say, you I, you know, you can't even say, you could notch it down that the Golden State Warriors choked this year. They choked. They choked. They, they're not but consistent they're not chokers. No, no, but they choked. This, oh, absolutely. They choked away. 100%. LeBron went beast mode and put up 41 and 41 and then a triple-double. Well, Kyrie Irving Ky- was doing yeah. the same thing. He just put up a lot of numbers. <laughs> doing a lot of basketball. <laughs> Dude, that's that'll be our ba- that's our basketball coverage for the episode. Put the ball through the hoop. Put the ball through the hoop. LeBron, pass, pass. LeBron, LeBron, smack the ball and fade away. They won. <laughs> <laughs> won the game, man. Did the thing and brought it back for the land in Cleveland, Ohio, and Akron, and he's crying and doing. J.R. Smith doesn't wear a shirt ever again, and oh, you know geez. Cleveland, man. A lot of Cleveland talk in this episode. Yeah, right? I'm not sure if I like it. Kind of too much. They're the uh, sports mecca of the world right now. Yeah, that's that's which is dude, disgusting that's, to think. It's like about. an oxymoron. It's like it shouldn't happen. It's like Britney Spears when she used to wear the the shorts with like uh, Harvard across her ass. Oh yeah, like the that doesn't make sense. It's like no, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> so let's talk a little hockey. Yes, hockey. I love hockey. We know that sport. The free agency starts up tomorrow. By the time this is uploaded, it will have already opened. And by this time, hopefully, the Kings will have added Andrew Ladd to. You really want? Him. I really want Andrew Ladd. He's a big guy. Um, the Kings will obviously, since they're looking for a winger, they meet, that means uh, Milan Lucic won't be resigning. He won't. It was announced last week that they weren't coming to terms. Apparently, they couldn't come to terms on a no move clause in the contract that Milan wanted. I'm on a first name base with him. I said Milan <laughs> that he wanted. Um, but the Kings were said no go basically. When does the, when does the expansion draft happen? That's going to happen next off season. So next off yeah. season. Oh yeah. So the, yeah, the, the team does when does the team officially start the, the Las next Vegas? season? So next it'll season. be what? So next season is 16, 17. They'll be around for 17, 18. Gotcha. Yeah. Have they come up with the name no, yet? No, they have not. When do we know? When, when I do we know? No idea. I'm just, I every, everything was announced, um, what, a week, two weeks ago at the NHL Awards show? Should be like the Aces. I think the Aces. The Aces. There's a lot of people saying the Aces, a lot of people doing Black Knights. That's too long of a name. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Black I, Knights. The Black Knights. I just don't like. How's the, what does that have to do with Vegas? I don't like colors in a name. Yeah. Like the Blue I. Devils. The is Blue kind Jackets. Of to me. The Blue Jackets, the Blue Jays, but I mean, yeah. that's a bird. But Yeah, Blue Jays is fine. Yeah, I, I would be cool with anything that just means that Vegas is in the NHL now, and that means that the Kings will get some road games in Vegas, which gives me a reason to go to Vegas and watch some <laughs> hockey. So They should be called like the, the Vegas Strip. Las Vegas, Vegas Strip. The Las Vegas Stripes. Strip. Strippers. No, not strippers. The you, Vegas Strip. You know uh, T-Mobile Arena, which is where the NHL team were playing, it has a club in it, right? Oh, really? A nightclub that overlooks the venue. Like on the very top, like very top of the thing is like a, a club that has a, a deck that overlooks. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, if I was a pro player, I'm like, <laughs> got the flu, got a healthy scratch, <laughs> healthy scratch. <laughs> yeah, you got to, then you'll find me. It's weird. You said you're healthy scratch, but you were in the press box. Oh, you know, I was just, you know, taking in the sights up in the, I was slurring my words. and I was just upstairs and, you know, doing some scouting. <laughs> All right. So what, who are some, besides Lucic, besides Lad, who are some big guys in the free agents? Um, well, I mean, the biggest, the biggest uh, free agent that was supposed to hit the market, everybody was, you know, jockeying up, honing up their money and apparently making pitches to was Steven Stamkos. Yeah, but he but already re-signed. Yesterday, yeah, yesterday, it, like literally uh, 48 hours before the free agency, everybody has, was riding their – 
Stamkos is going to hear the post. Mm-hmm. Um, it was announced that he was going or staying in Tampa, rather. How could he not? Yeah. I, they, they got to the, the East Coast champion. No, they made the Stanley Cup. No. Well, they made it two, um, they made it two years ago with him. When you remember when, against the Bruins, I think what year was that? I forget what year that was. No, they made it to Eastern Conference. Yeah, they made it to Eastern he, Conference Finals yeah, this year. That, he took that puck to the face. Yeah, they made it this year too. Yeah, as well, with him out. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, but he's recent. His team made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, yeah, why would no. you? Not, why would you not want to go it back was, to a winning it team? It was like the whole. He wants to be closer to home, which is why Toronto was apparently in the mix, uh-huh. uh, which is why Buffalo was apparently in the mix. Mm-hmm. You know. But it's like he took the hometown discount. Yeah, but that's going that's going with like two whack teams, Toronto hey, hey, careful, and Buffalo. Man, Buffalo. Whack. Careful. Buffalo's on the uprise, right? They're whack. Buffalo, they're whack. Jack Eichel is the future. They're whack. They're not whack. They're whack. They're not whack. They're whack. They're we're, quack we're gonna, is whack. We're gonna move past this, the whack <laughs> middle school arguments going on right now. Um, but no, yeah. So he stays stays in Tampa, which he was the big domino. That was the big thing. Is mm-hmm. People were going to wait to see where Where he landed up, and then all of a sudden, okay, this money's freed up. Now we can Mm -hmm. go and find somebody else. So there's really no blockbuster guy on the market anymore. I mean, the next biggest forward might be like Louis Erickson, Uh who just like was just like a 30 goal scorer, you know. And he just and him him alone was like a, a spike up last year in his right. production. Um, who are the Kings looking like at for free agency besides Lucic? Anybody? They're gonna need they're gonna need a, a defensive. A second pair of defensive guy. I heard, and Matt Green just went on waivers. Yeah, today Matt, too. yeah, they're they're that's what the Kings. That's what they're doing. They're trying to free up as much money as possible because they're only going in at the moment with about four mil in cap space, which will only get you maybe a winger. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to free up cap space, which will free up, um, I think about one point two mil if they if they're able to like clear waivers and buy out Green. Uh-huh. And then there's um. Rumors that they'll they're gonna try and trade away a, a depth player like you know Dwight King, which will get rid of his two million dollar cap hit. Wow, they're gonna um, get rid of Dwight King. Yeah, so I mean at that same same thing, they get rid of him, they free up cap space, leaves uh, room for you know somebody like uh, like Mersh to come up mm-hmm. or you know some but some of the younger kids would to move into their the roles that they're supposed to the be. roles and honestly this is the time the Kings are in this weird flux where you know you got the older guys producing but then that's really it outside of like. You know the Jeff Carter's, Tyler Toffoli's, the Kopitar's. Yeah, it's like okay, we need production. What's, from somewhere what's else. the deal with Gabrick? Is he he's st- he's still around? He's he's probably for for next season. He's gonna be around, but I don't think he'll be protected once the expansion draft comes. Really? Know? Yeah, I think he's one of the guys that will be protected. But he's not. See, the thing is, he's aging. He's injury prone, and he's still eating up like I think his contracts are worth like five mil. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of money for. I mean, yeah, he's sure he still puts the puck in the net, but you never know how many games you're gonna get out of him. So. Yeah, and they just signed uh, Trevor Lewis to a big deal yeah. too. Yeah, Trevor Lewis. That's he's a reliable like third line center, and he'll he's not gonna cost you goals. He, but he's not gonna pu- like put too many in at the same time. Exactly. But you can put him out when you need a face off. He's like yeah. I think I want to look at him as like the new Jarrett Stoll with a little less of an offensive upside. Yeah. Jarrett Stoll just seemed like more of a grinder to me too. Yeah. Kind of not scared to get his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Um when when I see Trevor Trevor Lewis, he's more of like the finesse, skate as fast as you can to the puck and yeah, yeah. try to avoid the collisions, try mm-hmm. to avoid the grinding out of the Yeah, he's just going to beat you to the puck cuz with his speed and Exactly. All that, so. But yeah, I mean it's funny because the Kings. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of news surrounding them since the end of the season. You know, with they're trying to they're trying to court Lucic and get him to stay, and that doesn't happen. So either constantly in the news cycle. But the biggest thing that they they were in the news cycle for was they just stripped uh, Dustin Brown of the of his captaincy, and then they and we are on we are on opposing sides of this argument for this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, for one, feel that it was the right thing to do, um, and you feel that it wasn't the right thing to do. I don't. I don't. Do you want to go for while you think, or me go first? Yeah, I'll go. Okay, I'll go, go first. first. We've gone over this before. Of course, his numbers have gone down the last few mm-hmm. years. Pretty much since the first Stanley Cup they won, his numbers have gone down. I know that. I know. No, they, they didn't go down just yet. They started going down the second year they won – the second, that's the year they went down. The second Stanley Cup year, that's when they started to drop. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, but even even the the in between, the gap year. Yeah, yeah. They he's still oh yeah diminished a little bit, mm-hmm. but being the captain isn't necessarily about scoring goals. Mm-hmm. Being the captain isn't necessarily about putting points on the board. Isn't necessarily about 
walking out at the end of the season and being the lead scorer in the league. Being the captain is about leading your team to victory, leading your team to a Stanley Cup. And he's done it two out of the last five years. Has led his team to a Stanley Cup championship. Not just a Stanley Cup, but to the championship. And won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. He's one of the hardest workers out there on the ice. He leads by example that way. He is one of the only guys on the Kings that is willing to throw a hit at any time during the game. He is willing to drop the gloves with at any time of the game to get the momentum swing back into his into the Kings' momentum. He's willing to do the dirty stuff that a captain needs to do to better his team. And taking stripping that C from him is not only, I believe, the wrong thing the Kings could have done, but I really think it's a slap in his face. I really do. Oh, I, I don't disagree with you that it's a slap in the face, but I, de- I think it's a slap in the face that was needed. I don't think so. See, because... Why? Because you said that, like, okay, I don't believe he's the hardest worker on the team anymore. I don't... He's definitely not... He definitely is not the same physical presence that he once was. He's, he's, he was still in, like, the top five of hits in the season. I don't think so. I don't think he was. Look he it only, up. You're looking it up, Eric. Where Where is Dustin Brown? He's tied for 15th in the league when hits. Okay. And how you many? You know who he's tied with? Who? Luke Shen. Okay. So that, that's not strengthening your argument that he's tied with Luke Shen. How is that not? Luke Shen is a great physical appearance. Uh, no, presence. man. No. He's a great physical presence no, in, the Kings, in the Kings line. Those two, who above them is on the Kings in hits? Milan Lucic. Well, he's not on the Kings anymore. Uh, let's see here. Let me let me filter. Nobody. Line. I can almost guarantee. No, yeah, it's Mil- Milan Lucic is the only King above him. Okay, he's not on the Kings anymore. Okay, so we can't count him in this. Okay, but still, like, so overall, Dustin Brown's play has diminished since his new, his signing contract. And I don't. Uh, I I wrote about this. I don't fault him for signing. We talked about this earlier in the show. He signed a contract at his peak performance. Good for him. Make money. Put food on the table mm-hmm. for your family, but he screwed himself because now he's he's at like these career lows in production. These playing on the fourth line, mm-hmm. making five million dollars a year is not a recipe for success. Again, we're talking about the C, and mm-hmm. having the C is not necessarily about production. And, and he's not leading by example, dude. He's he's his plus minus. How many people are there in the league? How many people are there in the league? And he's fifteenth in hits. You're saying that's bad? Are we, you, there's a lot more to get the game than hitting somebody. That's, I understand that. Like, he's he was minus 17 last year. He was minus five this year. His his, his minus f- so okay. So you're saying his play is going better then? But dude, as a as a, a five million dollar player, as a captain of your team, you should not be a liability on the ice. He's a liability when he's out there, dude. I disagree. And I and I because okay. because it's it's him being on the ice. Him. Him only on the ice, is that the reason why the team... There's other people out there on the ice when the other team scores. It's not just his fault. Okay, okay maybe let, right, let me reframe this then. I think Kopitar deserves the C more than Brown deserves a C. And I feel like them stripping it for Kopitar was the right move. I think I, I feel like Dustin Brown was a logjam in the development of the leadership on that team. I think Kopitar deserved that more than him. And I think that... He's in he's he's in a, the right place in his pecking order now and in, in the So team. so when Kopitar don't get me wrong, I love Kopitar. Mm-hmm. Uh if anyone else deserved to see on that team, it was Kopitar. But when Kopitar doesn't succeed at being the C, then what? Well, they give it back to Brown? No. What do you do? Because there's nobody other than Kopitar that should, that deserves it. Okay, so what do you do? When he doesn't succeed at being the C. I mean, you can't even say that. Like, that's the so biggest, that's the biggest like hypothetical question out there. No, no, it's you not. That, that, yes, it is. How? The, the dude hasn't even hasn't even worn a jersey with a C on it yet. It's like, so what if he doesn't succeed? Yeah. The, well, I mean, that's he's the he's the leader of the team. Like, he's he's the the top. He's the top of it. Like, I look at you. Look on the ice, mm-hmm. and he is the player. He's out there in the key moment, moments. He's out there. He's he's the hardest worker on the team now. Dustin Brown isn't. Well, he's definitely the best two-way player. Best play, uh, He's the best overall player on the team. Besides I, I maybe Drew Doughty. 
Uh, I I put Cope Turbo. Okay. Daddy. Okay. So there's that. He's uh, the hardest worker on the team. Dustin Brown isn't even. I I I wouldn't even put Dustin Brown in the top ten of like any category on the Kings. You're just a Dustin Brown hater, dude. I honestly, yeah, because he's he doesn't you, perform. You look at too much of the stats. You look at too much of the numbers. I watch I watch him play. That's the big, so do that's I. my biggest thing. Screw the stats. I watch him play and he's a hindering factor out there. <laughs> I just I I can't do Dustin Brown on the ice. I would take I would take pretty much any other player on the on the ice than Dustin Brown at this point. Uh no. I would take Kyle Clifford over Dustin Brown. Kyle Clifford is actually pretty decent. I would take no, you Jordan Nolan. No, shut Dustin up. Brown. Jordan Nolan sucks. He's the worst player in the He's Kings. a hard worker. He's a, no, he's, he's a not. hard worker. He's the worst player in the Kings organization. In the organization? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about an organization that has like Paul Bizanet in there. Who? Biznasty. I don't even know who that is. He's, yeah, exactly. You think Jordan <laughs> Nolan's worse than him? <laughs> I don't know, man. I We're going to agree to disagree. Yeah, definitely, because we ran out I mean, of it doesn't even matter because Dustin Brown's going to be playing in Vegas next year anyway. Nah, so. I agree, because they're not going to protect they're him. They're not going to protect and, him. And Las Vegas is going to want a good captain. <laughs> Dude, that'd be hilarious. And then he leads them to their first franchise, yeah, their I, first Stanley Cup. And I'm going to laugh in your face. <laughs> what hap- When that happens, when that happens, what do I, what, what do I get? What do I get? Nothing. I get to kick you in the nuts as hard as I can. When okay, if <laughs> when Dustin Brown lifts the cup as the Las Vegas Aces captain over his head, <laughs> big nasty beard and toothless smile, yep. just like he did for LA. Yep. I will let you go. No cup. Spread eagle. Just kick me square in the junk. Shake on it. I'll. Sh- there we go. Cool. I'm kicking you in the nuts in two seasons. <laughs> two years from in two years from like two weeks ago, you I'll just take him right in the junk. <laughs> On that note, sports fans, that's our time. Uh, it's been one heck of a show. We've covered sure, a lot of topics. Why are we do this, man? I'm stressed out now, man. We've <laughs> covered a lot of topics tonight. Please again, thank you again for all the support you guys have given us. Please continue us to follow us on Facebook at the Sinbin Sports blog and podcast follow us on twitter at at sinbin sb you follow myself on twitter at the underscore joe underscore hill and i'm at underscore roberts 11 you guys have a good week we'll see you guys next time later